Can you say some more about the role of ego? I really dislike it when people are egotistical, but I do see the value in a certain amount of self-esteem. I suppose I'm not sure where the line is. So this is an important topic, and it's not just important because it's an interesting and relevant and current topic, but it's important because it's a very central topic because questions of ego or identity are kind of like filters. They're, they're at the very center of pretty much everything that we do. It's kind of like you have sunglasses that are tinted a particular color. So everything that you then approach in the world are, as a result of that, going to have that hue to them. So if we don't get that somewhat right, maybe not perfect, but somewhat right, there tends to be many effects downstream which can cause problems or can work well to the degree we have things lined up well. So ego is one of those words that's used uh, in, in a number of different ways. It's used in different schools of philosophy and different schools of therapy. So it can have different associations attached to it. And that's a very important thing to appreciate. If you're discussing this with somebody, you may find that you're using one definition of the word ego and they're using a different one. So there can be a lot of confusion. So I think it is good in exploring or meditating on a topic like this to unpack a little bit about what you mean. It's not necessarily that there is one correct definition that's the one we all need to use, but if we can be a little bit more precise, it typically helps the conversation. So the rough translation of the, the Latin uh, ego usually is translated as I, do we need ego? Well, do we need a sense of I? Well, at least in some sense, that probably is useful to have. Now, again, you're going to see philosophical distinctions. Some people say that a sense of I isn't that useful at all. Other people say it is. But a lot of the time, what we're talking about there is the concept of I, a kind of a self-concept, an idea of who I am, and specifically an idea of who I am that's very disconnected or separate from the world that we live in and the context in which we occur in. So in that sense, yeah, there can be problems with that. However, as a starting point, I think recognizing that you are conscious and you're aware and you're present is a very useful starting point because then from that point, you can start to reflect a little bit more about some of what's happening in front of you and you can play a little bit of a leadership role uh, in bringing things forward. A lot of the time when we use the word ego in a day-to-day -day sense, kind of a colloquial sense, well, that tends to be a synonym for is egotistical. You know, they have ego, they're egotistical. And that tends to mean self-absorbed, essentially, or maybe selfish. They're, they're, they're focusing on what matters to them. And in that sense, of course, yeah, it's understandable that that's something we wouldn't welcome and we w wouldn't particularly uh, be in favor of. However, the point is true. We don't want to go too far the other way and lose some form of self-esteem or love or respect for who we are as a person either, because that could be counterproductive the other way. So I think in a functional sense, a good way of thinking about ego is as simply identification. What do we identify with? Now, in a sense, we can't help but have ego to some degree. We all identify with something. So maybe a more helpful question is, what do we identify with? Do we identify with, with things in very rigid ways or in more flexible ways that are open to change? 
do we identify in a way that's defined by past experience but isn't open maybe to change as we learn through life? And probably one of the most important points is, do we identify with things that are good not only for us, but for the world that we live in and for other people and the environment we're in too? And that's a big part of it. They call it being ecologically sensitive or valid. So the ecology is the environment that you're in. And a big part of this is recognizing that, look, we don't exist in a vacuum. And even if you said, you know what, I want to be selfish and that's the best strategy for me moving forward. You'd find in most cases, if you look at it carefully, that the best way to meet your own interests would actually be to care for others, to care for the world, and to consider all of that as part of your ecosystem. You know, if you think of an animal in the wild, they can't, you know, have their habitat completely destroyed, but just selfishly sit in the corner and be happy. Because of course, they're part of it. It's part of them in a way, it's an ecosystem. So something very similar is true for all of us really. And not only is it better for us if other people around us are happy, they're more likely to be nice to us, and not only is it better if our environment is a nice place to live in, but even outside of the immediate benefits of that, because you could say, well, I mightn't see the benefits of that immediately. Typically as humans, we're wired in such a way that it just feels good to be kind to the world and to others around us. So if we kind of have an expanded sense of ego, if we expand our identity out a little bit and say, well, okay, I'm part of this system. How can I care for myself? Absolutely. How can I care for others though as well? And how can I care for the, the environment or the context around me right now? If we're doing that, we're, we're heading in a pretty good direction. And another variation of this is, even if we're focusing on ourselves, how can we care about ourselves today, but also in a way that we'll be happy with one month from now and one year from now? So it's to look through time as well because sometimes to do something nice for yourself now might cause suffering in the future or vice versa. So I think it's nice to be sensitive to that and kind of have that expanded sense. And I think that the bit, the important bit we don't want to lose there is the agency. And what the agency means is kind of stepping up and saying, okay, what's happening and where can we bring this to? And we need to do that in a patient way. It's not that we get our way immediately. But personal leadership is an important thing and it is a capacity that we have. And I think the problem is that personal leadership sometimes gets conflated or confused with uh, some of these other difficulties that we've talked about. The idea is that I maybe get rid of ego, but I also get rid of personal leadership. But, but no, you, you can maybe retain personal leadership, but expand that notion of ego to ensure we're identifying in a way that is actually helpful or is useful. If you found this valuable, do like, subscribe and share. And what's your experience? Do you have any questions or topic suggestions? You can contribute in the comments, on social media using hashtag BodyMindSelf or at JFL.com.